on highlights a little bit I don't know it's kind of hard for me to like not ramble though so I don't know Uh, I'm debating if I'm gonna stop doing that but um on some of the pods on occasion I do um a read a book reading um like like over a 30 day period of time reading reading a book uh just either by chapter if it's 30 like a 30 day kind of chapter book or like um just dividing it into 30 pages so uh inspired by jamie messina you know i she's an lgbt content creator a type of a coach who does like mindset coaching and things like that um i really like her content um she really provides a lot of value and I initially read her book hers was the first one um now I'm not gonna read word for word any of these books um sometimes I'll take like a sentence that kind of like pops out to me and then otherwise um you know I tend to just talk about you know just the general portion that I read and so um I'm gonna be going through this book uh the four agreements it's a popular one it got really popular it's by don miguel ruiz it says a practical guide to personal freedom a toltec wisdom book and over 30 days you know i've divided it into about 4.3 or four and a half or so pages of um reading it's 130 pages in the version of the book I have 130 pages not counting like the introductory and the end part that says like prayers and stuff like that um if you just count the actual uh, main content pages um this first chapter is called uh chapter one uh, domestication and the dream of the planet <clears throat> so it's going to take a couple days to read through this section but um i kind of wanted something to delve into um that's not just like me in my own head uh so uh i'm gonna talk about my understanding of things now my reading comprehension isn't always great and at the moment I'm reading this on a Saturday afternoon, but usually it would probably be first thing in the morning um, when, I, when I usually record pods. Usually I do it early in the morning, so it would likely be earlier in the morning when I'm tired and groggy and um, drinking some coffee or some kind of, uh, you know, morning 
and drink to kind of get my energy and focus and kind of like mindset going for the day and kind of like intentions set for the day and stuff um usually if I don't get to something that I'm trying to read you know consistently if I don't get to every single if I don't get to it in the morning I'm not going to get to it and usually why I like breaking down books into 30 days is because like even though it's not written that way this book isn't written that way it's not like broken up into like 30 segments or anything um but you know reading like four and a half or so pages a day isn't that bad you know I had another book where it was like two or three pages you know a day another book where that was the same about two pages three pages a day that kind of reading is not hard to do it's kind of easy to kind of just jump in and do it um so it's so if we look at this chapter this beginning of this chapter kind of the main points that it seems like they're trying to make is about dream states that the dream that the brain doesn't do anything other than dream so when you're awake you're dreaming when you're asleep you're dreaming um and then you know there's not only the individual person dreaming but all humans dreaming to create this um overall uh larger dream that's like what we refer to kind of as society and within society you know there are um i guess a couple types of um dreams dream states there's the what do they call it um there's the outside dream and the inside dream so uh, the outside dream has to do with like the rules that society kind of places out there and included in those rules are the people who teach you those rules so it's basically um nurture right nurture uh environment that is the outside dream and then it goes into this concept about attention that attention is something that we learn about you know where to place our uh perception so when you think about perception per what perception is like when i was in school i studied uh you know uh like cognitive science psychology a lot of it looks at uh sensation and perception and so when you look at per sensation and perception like sensation is basically your senses we usually assume there's five senses i know people have heard about like a sixth sense or whatever um but i mean i'm not saying that it doesn't exist or that it does i don't know i'm just saying like in psychology nobody really talks about things like that not particularly at the moment and like modern western psychology that concept probably wouldn't come up right now i could see it in the future probably coming up but um yeah like we mostly look at you know what we what we feel physically like touch um sight vision uh, sight hearing taste smell you know those are the main senses and then perception is you know cognitively mentally and emotionally how you kind of uh tune into your senses how you kind of describe 
and interpret what what stimuli you're even you're either taking in from the world like what the world is doing to you or what you're taking in or when you're looking outward what you're kind of like absorbing if that makes sense like either like so for example i can be sitting here in the room have a fan on the fan is making a little bit of noise and you know that is something that's happening to me the fan making noise is happening to me um the air that is generating you know that i feel on my skin is coming to me um versus you know i can you know it's kind of like interactive like because i had to go and turn on the fan right it didn't just start happening like i did something somebody built this thing and it works in this way that if i interact with it in a certain way it has an output towards me um and i'm inputting that information from different senses um but i can interpret it as good i can interpret it as bad you know i can interpret it as annoying i can interpret it as oh this fan is louder than when i first bought it like it's old now and like it makes a little bit of background noise and it didn't initially for at first it was very quiet or i can you know think oh i need a new fan or like whatever i can have thoughts and opinions uh and experiences related to this fan to everything if i look around my room and like scan around and see what's around me um i have you know my senses um but the way i perceive something isn't always going to be the same every day probably i can change that and a lot of what perception is you know when it comes to attention you're shifting your perception of something uh based on a lot of things like for me you know i'm a pretty sensitive person so it tends to be based on how i'm actually feeling like if i'm feeling physically not uh like like not good like if i feel tension or like physical tension or like you know um some kind of emotional distress or just like tired or hungry or thirsty or like my heart rate's been up for a while or i'm like you know scatterbrained and have a whole lot on my mind you know a lot of the things i'm gonna perceive you know my perception of a lot of things that um that i'm sensing in my environment my perception is going to be more negative it's going to be like i don't really like this that fan's annoying that you know just the fact that i live where there's traffic that's annoying you know like you know one of my curtains not being perfect that's annoying like sitting here in my back having some tension with the pillow you know it's annoying you know you know hearing in the background somebody's watching tv in another room that's annoying you know like it could be like that versus like if i'm feeling fine you know physically emotionally well rested you know have all my basics in place and stuff and then usually that kind of stuff isn't gonna bother me like i'm not gonna have a negative perception of it um a negative interpretation of it i might not even notice it at all you know uh it might not i might have i might not have a have such a high sensitivity towards it in a negative way I might have a high sensitivity towards something, but in a positive way, like, oh, like, 
I like the feel of the air of this fan, like it's nice, like I kind of like the, you know, the ambient noise of the traffic out outside, like I kind of like hearing, you know, there's somebody in the house and you can kind of hear they're watching TV and walking from one room to another or talking on the phone in the other room um, versus, you know, that could really be annoying or it could really, you know, be, you know, something neutral or pleasant. Um, now they didn't say all that. That's kind of my take on it. That's kind of what comes to my mind because of coming from a background in psychology and more on the research side of things, not so much on the clinical side, but that's kind of more like of a research thinking, uh, type of theoretical, uh, kind of mix of like, you know, thinking of more like kind of along the spiritual end of, of, you know, a person's well-being and then, you know, just kind of what's happening, the science, you know, the, the waves in the air, you know, everything is pretty much waves, you know, everything you see visually is because of, you know, wavelengths, um, everything you hear is because of waves, everything you, you know, feel physically, uh, touch has to do with waves, it's all waves, energy, um, that's all of, you know, what our sensations are, it's all waves, and then we interpret those waves, you know, so the way you interpret them can change based on how you're doing, how you're feeling, what you've got going on for yourself at any point in time, and you can have days where you're so checked out from all of it, you know, um, where you're, like, checked out from, you know, being able to connect with it, or, like, weeks where you're, like, wow, I didn't notice why I had this tension in the back of my neck or whatever, or like, there's just stuff, stuff that goes like, um, you know, when we get really, really busy, usually that, that's what happens, you get super busy, and it can be very, very hard to, um, feel good, or to go from feeling, um, like, um, to go from feeling like, you know, you're pretty connected to things in your environment and like feeling good and like relaxed and focused and all the things that we want to feel, all the things that we would label as like, these are good ways to feel. Like sometimes we can be so busy and disconnected from it, but maybe not unhappy, you know, still like okay with it, just busy and like not in touch or in tune with it then other times we can be just like either not busy and overwhelmed or busy and overwhelmed uh, or somewhere in between so um I don't know when I read books this is kind of where my head goes like when I'm on the day when I'm like thinking uh, pretty actively thinking and uh, when I've got the gears turning in my mind this is kind of how my mind works um, on page four, there's a part that says, um, we call this a page in a book. The word page is an agreement that we understand. Um, and they talk about this concept of like, you know, this is the, the, um, you know, the book is called the four agreements and, uh, you know, it talks about page you know, 
And so when it talks about, you know, us understanding, you know, a code, um, basically, you know, it kind of has a lot of interactive particles between, like, yourself kind of this code that's going around that we kind of like are expected to understand through all the learning and attention we've spent on like understanding how to live in society and then also um you know um kind of like the choices we have around something diving deeper like they mentioned like what language you speak it's like if you're reading this book and it's in English technically you learned how to speak English but that's not something that you necessarily chose to do um as far as religion morals values um a lot of that stuff you didn't really actively choose you were just born into a place where you're kind of taught that you know this is how to live this is the way to live uh, and you just do it, you know, um, so, yeah, when it comes to this book, I've had it for a while, I think I've read it, but I think I breezed through it, like, you can read it real quick, uh, it's 130 pages, but it's not a dense book as far as written content, but as far as, like, meaning to the content, and, like, um, depth of the content, I think it's pretty deep and worth reading through in a little more detail and thought. Now, I'm not sure if every day I'm going to be on point and thoughtful. I'm not sure if every day I'm going to be, um, you know, focused. I'm not sure if every day I'm even going to record or remember to record or remember to upload or whatever, but let's see what happens um i'm down to kind of give it a try especially because i like to read books and um uh i like books under the personal growth and self-help category um i'll read the back of this book so the back of the book says over seven years on the new york times bestseller list let's see when this was copyrighted because uh, i actually have a physical copy um, this was copyrighted in 1997. Wow. I'm kind of surprised. I thought it was like... I thought it would be like 2010 or something like that. Like, I've heard of it for a while. But I didn't know it was from the 90s. I'm pretty surprised. Like, I know it's probably... Um, I haven't read the very intro part. But I do think it's kind of assuming that this book is deriving from a Toltec culture um, type of teaching, uh, and so I'm interested to know about that too, but I just wanted to start, sometimes I like to start reading the books, and then go back and do the history of it, and see how that kind of colors things a little bit more, um, I didn't want to just, like, read that part, and then be like, okay, so let me, you know, have my mindset in that way, it's like, I'd rather delve, dive into something, and, you know, work through it with my own lens first, um, even though maybe it was written 
at another time for another purpose for another people from another culture you know like I don't want to discount that like I don't want to have like a one-sided view completely but I do value kind of what I think um, about things and challenging them and giving myself space to grow and be wrong um, I'm not always right I know I'm not always right there's no way I'm always right because like you guys see how I how I how I am uh, a lot of days you know out of the week and stuff like there's no way that I'm always right you know <laughs> like I can, I can hardly figure it out sometimes I'm like I don't even know what's going on like why do I even what's going on with me you know there's no way I know everything um, usually I'm m- moving so fast or feel like I'm moving so fast and not really like taking enough time to tune in um, that's definitely something that's you know a challenge to work on but I'm trying Okay, so on the back, it says, in the four agreements, Don Miguel Ruiz reveals the source of self-limiting beliefs that rob us of joy and create needless suffering. Based on ancient Toltec wisdom, the four agreements offer a powerful code of conduct that can rapidly transform our lives to a new experience of freedom, true happiness, and love. There's a quote that says, uh, this quote is by Deepak Chopra, the author of Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. The quote says, Don Miguel Ruiz's book is a roadmap to enlightenment and freedom. Enlightenment and freedom. Uh, Wayne Dyer, author of Real Magic, his quote says, an inspiring book with many great lessons. Uh, and a quote by Dan Mil- sorry Dan Millman, um, the author of Way of the Peaceful Warrior. Um, it is, his quote says, In the tradition of Castaneda, Ruiz distills essential Toltec wisdom, expressing with clarity and impeccab- impeccability what it means for men and women to live as peaceful warriors in the modern world so that's my beginning of reading this book um i'll see if i have anything kind of more specific towards um uh, towards the pods like based on their different their different uh niches um but yeah i'm excited to keep reading through this book